Well, we- welcome to Cranky Old Dudes. This is your host, Woodrow D. DeBodine, and we have a special treat for you today. We are in Panguitch, Utah, and we are at the July 24th celebration. It's called Pioneer's Day, and we got a great big parade going on here. i got a special guest sitting right next to me. Uh, you may remember him from a few episodes back on the Cranky Old Dudes. His name is Hodge Doosnip from Bear Valley, Utah. Welcome, Hodge. Well, hello there, Woodrow. Uh, Hodge Doosnip here, and the uh, last time I talked to Woodrow was on a radio show several months ago. We talked about fish and trout and all kinds of things, but I finally get to meet uh, the Woodrow here in Panguitch, Utah. He was, he was kind enough to show up for this celebration uh, here in Panguitch, Utah, and, uh, you know, seeing no Woodrow in person here, I, I, I didn't think he'd be uh, quite so fat. Well, Hodge, uh, how they say it in Utah, I've been wintering well, sir. Feeling good and wintering well. You know, we're up on top of the old Panguage High School. We've got a great bird's eye view of this parade. And, uh, you know, Hodge, as I look out over this Panguage Valley, I see nothing but green, green, green fields. Uh, could you uh, expound on that just a little bit, Hodge, and tell me exactly what's going on here? Well, yeah, Woodrow, this, this old valley here is just full of green, green fields. You know, we, we call this green stuff uh, lucerne, which is a, a big old fancy word for hay. And uh, this hay in the Panguitch Valley is so beautiful and so nice and so rich with moisture that uh, some people say even a horse would eat it. Well, Hodges, uh, I look down on this crowd from our beautiful uh, perch up here on the old uh, high school. Uh, I just see lots of happy folks waving flags, uh, little kids, babies, grandparents, all sorts of folks. Looks like everybody's having a great time. Well, yes, Woodrow, uh, it's, a, it's a huge crowd today here in, uh, in Panguitch, Utah. And, and uh, as I understand, there's a significant uh, part of this crowd uh, uh, it's a big family reunion, and it's uh, the Woodard clan. And this Woodard clan's a, a large clan. Uh, now, the family's uh, spread all over the country now, and uh, from what I understand, we've got uh, Woodards from all over the place. We've got uh, the uh, Howa clan. It's a big clan from Price, Utah. And we've got uh, the Whitney's from Salt Lake City. We've also got the Ayers from Pleasant Grove, Utah. And we've got the Ipsons. Now, the Ipsons, they kind of moved out of the uh, the valley here and uh, went out to California. And uh, they all came back in here from California to uh, uh, join the crowd today. And we've also got the Cadal clan. Uh, the Cadal clan is uh, from uh, from uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. And we've got uh, actually some, uh, uh, some Woodards uh, from uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. And there's some Woodards from Page, Arizona. And there's also uh, uh, Woodard from uh, uh, Denver, uh, Colorado. Oh, and speaking of that Whitney clan, don't let me forget that large contingent of Whitneys from uh, from Moab, Utah. Quite a show here. Well, Hodge, I'd like to say something about the band uh, here today at this, this big parade. It's a huge band. What they've done uh, here in uh, southern Utah, they've combined bands from uh, all of the small cities around Panguitch. We've got a band from Enoch over there in Richfield. We've got Tropic, Hurricane, Cannonville, New Harmony, and, and they've just combined one large band, so it's a huge band, and you're going to be hearing that all the way through the parade. Well, here comes the first entry in the parade, Hodge, and the name of this float is the Daughters of the Utah Pioneers. 
lots of uh, ladies on a big old buckboard with lots of horses pulling them. Could you give us a little background, uh, Hodge, on the daughters of the Utah Pioneers? Uh, well, yes, Woodrow. Uh, what happened is uh, when the daughters of the Pioneers, it's a, it's, a, it's a large group. As I look down here on the street, I'm seeing oh, 15,000, 20,000 daughters. And uh, the reason for that large group is because, well, it's, it's kind of about our, our Utah uh, heritage. You see, uh, you get a lot of daughters because uh, back in the day, uh, we all had lots of wives. And uh, when you have lots of wives and you get married, the next thing you know is you have lots of daughters. Well, a parade wouldn't be a parade without horses, and boy, we've got some horses. Those things look huge. This next entry, according to my notes, is uh, it's called the Roundies Clydesdale Caravan, and it says they're from Panaca, Nevada. Well, yeah, Woodrow, uh, old Roundy, let me tell you a story about old Roundy. Now, Roundy... Uh, years ago was quite intrigued about, by these Clydesdale horses. He, he saw a couple of commercials, uh, those Budweiser commercials, you know, and he was quite intrigued by these big old horses. Anyway, so they started to breed these horses over in Panaca, and the next thing you know, they had horses. They was 18, 19 hands high. They're huge horses. And uh, as we see him walking down the road here, we can see that these horses uh, leaving lots of road apples, and usually we have shovels that come up behind these these horses. But uh, uh, for these horses, we got a couple of uh, John John Deere backhoes. Anyway, uh, there's the three staples here in the uh, Utah Valley in the Panguitch Valley, and it's uh, deer meat, curd cheese, and pine nuts. And I'll tell you one thing, Woodrow, you can never find a better pine nut, a bigger pine nut than old Panaca, Nevada. Well, Hodge, I hear bagpipes. Now, that sounds a little strange to me, being here in southern Utah. I didn't think I'd ever see a bagpipe man or a, a piper unit. Um, this outfit is called the Circleville Marching Pipers. Uh, they're all dressed up in cowboy outfits. they got hats and spurs and, and chaps and, and six-shooters. What's that all about, Hodge? Well, Woodrow, uh, this... Uh this Piper Band is from Circleville, Utah. And the reason they're dressed up in their cowboy garb, uh, the hats and the chaps and the spurs and whatnot, is because uh, back in the day, as you will know, old Butch Cassidy, well, uh, he was from Circleville, as you see. And uh, so uh, when this Piper Band started up here, they figured that uh, they, they just couldn't wear, like, uh, Piper Band stuff. They had to... Uh, they had to wear the, the cowboy chaps and the things like that because it was a uh, Butch Cassidy land. Well, I understand uh, that Butch Cassidy was never actually killed in South America like the movies led us to believe. That he actually moved back to Circleville and lived there for a while. And I think he went up on Salt Lake around that Draper area. Oh, no, no, Wood. Uh, let me tell you a story about that now. Uh, Butch Cassidy was not actually killed in uh, the Utah area. He was actually killed in Scotland, you see. He was killed in Scotland, and then some old Scottish guy over there that killed him, uh, he brought a bunch of bagpipes back uh, to the southern Utah area, and he, he, he proclaimed that he killed Butch Cassidy, and that's where you get this piper band. Well, Hodge, I've got to tell you that this is probably the longest marching band I've ever seen. Uh, here comes the next entry. This is called the uh, Panguitch Quilting Bees. And I'm looking down there, and there's a, a huge, huge quilt. That thing must be, oh, almost a football field long, maybe a little shorter. 
Uh, Hodge, can you can you tell me what what's up with the quilting thing? Well, Woodrow, uh, quilting uh, here in uh, southern Utah is uh, a very special, special thing. You see, uh, uh, people make quilts for special occasions. For instance, if you if you have a, a kid, which what lots of us have, lots of children, uh, you get a quilt. And if you uh, get married, for instance, uh, somebody makes you a quilt. And if you go to and if you go to prison, you get a quilt too. And you also get a quilt if you like win the spelling bee, or uh, if you get a good grade on a math score or something in school. Uh, now, if you get divorced here in southern Utah, you got to give all your quilts back. And that's exactly why we have such a low divorce rate here in southern Utah. Well, Hodge, our next entry uh, is the Cedar City Medium Correctional Facility Boys. And they are looking sharp today. They've got on their uh, orange jumpsuits. Uh, they've got on the short sleeves because of the summer weather. And they are all in unison with those uh, chains and those sledgehammers. They're, they look good, Hodge. Well, yeah, Woodrow, they, they do look good uh, out here today. And uh, if, you'll, if you'll notice, they've all got a nice, nice, nice spit shine on those little black sandals. Well, a parade wouldn't be a parade without a giant balloon. And folks, we've got one coming our way. Uh, I'm not quite sure what it is yet. It's just crossing uh, center and turning down main. Hmm, man, I, I, I have no idea what that is. It's being tethered by at least 10 or 15 people. Of course, they're keeping it low because of the power lines. Uh, uh, Hodge, it looks like a, a giant fish. Well, yeah, Woodrow, that, uh, that is a giant fish, and this is probably the most special, special entry in this whole parade today. You see, Panguitch is an Indian term, which means the big fish. The Indians settled this area a long time ago, and there's a big old lake up here called Panguitch Lake, and they settled this area, and the next thing you know, they caught some big fish out of that old lake there, and, and they named it Panguitch, which means the big fish. The fish are uh, so important to us uh, here in this uh, area that uh, we actually uh, have a fish hatchery. Now, a fish hatchery is where uh, you, you plant uh, all kinds of uh, trout and things in this big old pond, and then uh, the little uh, minnows grow up to be bigger minnows, and then they grow up to be bigger fish. Well, there's a guy, his name was, uh, as the story goes anyway, his name was Tom Hatch, and uh, he kind of ran that hatchery for lots of years, and and uh, when he grew up to be a young man, old Tom was uh, inducted into the uh, military. And so he went into the military forces and he showed up uh, on his first day and there it was, his name Hatch on his uh, uniform. Well, his uh, superiors thought, well, what the heck? His name's Hatch, he ought to be uh, on a submarine and we'll put him in charge of the Hatch. Well, he started out in a small submarine, and he was the hatch man for the smallest. Now, now let me go back a little bit. Now, old, old Tom was a very handsome man, and uh, uh, as the story goes, he, he never was uh, uh, short for a hatch snatch. Uh, anyway, uh, back to the military. Uh, old, old Tom, he, he was in a small submarine with a, with a hatch, and then he moved up to bigger submarines with a bigger hatch. And then the next thing you know, uh, he's got a bigger submarine and a bigger hatch. And by golly, by the end of that uh, era, old Tom Hatch had the biggest submarine and the biggest hatch in the whole fleet of the entire Navy. 
Now remember, this is back in World War II. Now right before D-Day, they all got together. Old Tom Hatch, all the submarine people, the Navy, the Army, the Marines. And they all made a big old uh, deal here. They said, okay, now the Marines, are gonna, they're going to go into the, uh, into the beach at Normandy. And, uh, and Normandy, as you well know, was a, a famous, uh, famous uh, uh, battle. And uh, the Marines had to have a signal when they go into that old beach there to kill them Japs. And so the signal was old Tom Hatch was supposed to open his hatch and then close that big old hatch. And the sound of the hatch was going to be the signal for those old Marines to storm that beach and kill them Japs. Well, the next thing you know, that hatch came down. It was as big as a sound as you can imagine. And they call that the hatch that was heard around the world. <sighs> I'll tell you. Well, anyway, he was quite a war hero. And he came back to Hatchtown which is a little bit uh, south of uh, Panguitch here. And uh, he worked at, in that hat tree for quite a few more years, and he, and he died. Well, it's kind of a sad story how he died. He, he, he was working in the hat tree, and he fell into that big old pond full of fish. And the next thing you know, them fish just kind of clambered on top of him, and they kind of smothered old, old Tom Hatch. And uh, the next thing you know, uh, we had a funeral for him here in, in, the, in the valley, and they had to close that latch on old Tom's hatch. Well, Hodge, it looks like this parade's coming to an end because here comes the Panguitch Volunteer Fire Department. They're making that turn on Main Street down to Center and Main. Well, Woodrow, uh, this is a very, very special, special part of this whole parade here uh, in the Panguitch Valley. This is the fire department, and these brave, brave, brave men and women have done so much for this this community. They've They've saved lives, they've put out fires, they've got a paramedic unit that's gone out and they've, they've done so many special things for us. But I've got to tell you a little story about, uh, about the fire department back in the day. Uh, there was uh, a fire on Main Street, as the story goes, and uh, that night uh, they were playing cat on the hot tin roof. And uh, uh, the fire broke out and the fire department was called in and uh, lo and behold, it was at Old Jim Theater. And they uh, got there with their uh, hoses ready, and they looked at that old theater, and they thought to themselves, well, she's uh, just been a fire waiting to happen, so let her burn down. And that's what happened to the old gym theater. Now, it stood there for a long time, just burnt down, just looked like an old craggly old piece of junk. And uh, lo and behold, as you look down the street here today, that gym theater has been refurbished completely and totally refurbished. And now it's a nice theater, it's got a museum on the top of it, and an ice cream parlor uh, hooked right next to it. And it's a, just a real, a real treasure and a real treat for us to see that old gym theater being uh, refurbished like that. Well, you know, uh, I saw the, uh, the show bill on that, and Harry Potter's playing there. So the good folks in Panguitch, and especially the young kids, are now getting a chance to experience, you know, a nice theater to go to and, you know, neck a little bit back in the back row. Well, and here comes that fire department down the road. And look, they got the hoses ablazing. They've got that big old hose fire thing going out there, and water's are splashing everywhere. And this is one of the best parts for these kids. You know, the, the fire department comes down with three or four trucks here, and they just splash everybody left and right. And oh, looky there, they're, they're, they're throwing some water up into those power lines. Well, well, look at that. It's right into the power lines. Well, I hope nobody gets fried. Anyway, and there, look, there's some more. Uh, look, there's a there's a guy walking out here, 
He's walking out into the street there, and he's got a big old fancy camera. He must be some kind of a uh, 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 news uh, guy or something. Look at that. He's trying to protect his camera, and here comes that big old water splash. And, oh, man, hit him right in that camera. I bet that ruined that camera. Well, this is Woodrow D. Bodine coming to you live from uh, Panguit, Utah, for the Pioneer Parade. I've had a great time here today. And I want to thank my special guest, Hodge Doosnip. Hodge, what do you say we head on down to the Flying M and get ourselves a patty melt? Well, Woodrow, I think that's a really good idea. Uh, we're so glad and thankful that you are here today to, to uh, share this special occasion with us. And we hope you'll come back again someday. And uh, uh, by the way, did I tell you that story about uh, uh, Tom Hatch? Well, what happened was, is old Tom, he was uh, he, he worked in the hatchery, you know, and, and uh, then he got inducted in the military, and the next thing you know, he... This is Greg Woodard, a.k.a. Woodrow D. De Bodine. And Wyatt Woodard, also known as Hodge Doosnip. Well, the reunion's over, and we're glad that uh, everyone was there. We hope everybody got home safe and sound. Uh, it was nice to see everybody kind of get out of their comfort zone, get on over to good old Panguitch, Utah, it's always nice to see uh, cousins, aunts, uncles, uh, cousins removed, second cousins, whatever. We'd like to say a, uh, a few thanks to some special people. Uh, I'd like to thank the Whitney family for getting the, the reunion uh, uh, back on track. And also, uh, thanks to Aunt Sybil and Uncle Jim for hosting a great facility where we could all meet. I'd like to thank the Ibsen family for all their hard work on websites and their tremendous, tremendous effort to keep the Woodard clan connected. And a special thanks to Brother Stacy Woodard for the entertainment. Hey, that was great, wasn't it? That was great. How about that Lady Gaga? Nice. Uh, flash flash thing, whatever. Okay. I've uh, got to thank Moe's, Cousin Moe's, for the great bread product. Good luck on your new business, Moe's. And, oh, special, uh, special message goes out to Mr. Jeff Golden. Jeff, Wyatt still thinks he can kick your ass. A special thanks to everybody out there. We had a great weekend. I want you all to stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you next year.